Today's the Feast of St. Thomas the Apostle. From Ephesians, it says, I therefore, this is Paul speaking, a prisoner in the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation in which you are called. For us, that's marriage, family life. With all humility and mildness, walk with patience, supporting one another in charity. Careful to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. That means stay in the state of grace. One body and one spirit, as you are called in one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. What does he said? One faith. It's only one faith. It's a Catholic faith. One God and Father of all, who is above all, and through all, and in us all. But to every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the giving of Christ. Some he gave apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, others some pastors and doctors, that means teachers, for the, per, per, for the perfecting of the saints, for the word of the ministry, and the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all meet into the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the age of the fullness of Christ. Wow, so what do you do with these St. Paul readings? Well, what I do is take just a little piece of it, because if you take all of it, it's a lot to chew. I'll just take a little piece. Like in the first verse there, he says, Walk worthy of the vocation in which you are called. So walk through your vocation, whatever it is, in humility, in mildness, in patience, supporting one another in charity. Kind of hone in on that kind of stuff. Just hang with that. Think on it for a while. Find something that you understand and is pretty clear. Just stay with it for 10 minutes. Gospel reading today is about St. Matthew. It's from the book of Matthew. Matthew wrote it himself. And when Jesus passed on from thence, he saw a man sitting in the customs house named Matthew. Custom house is the, the government house, the tax house. And he said to Matthew, follow me. It's a good one there. Follow me. That's a good line to sit in. And Matthew arose up and followed him. And it came to pass, as Jesus was sitting at meat in the house, behold, many publicans and sinners came and sat down with Jesus and his disciple. Publicans. With that root word, public. Publicans worked for the Roman government. They collected taxes. They were basically traitors, corrupt government officials that taxed the heart and soul out of everybody. Anyway, these people and all kinds of sinners came and sat down with Jesus and his disciples. And the Pharisees, seeing it, said to his disciples, Why does your master eat with publicans and sinners? But Jesus, hearing it, said, They that are in health need not a doctor, but they that are ill. Go then and learn what this means. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. For I am not come to call the just but sinners. It's real easy to evangelize and catechize the people that live in the state of sanctifying grace and practice their faith. Real easy to deal with those people. But people that live in habitual sin and can care less about God, 
That's a tall order there. That's the tough kind of evangelizing and catechizing. And those are the kind of people that need it the most. But you must be prudent doing it. You can't put yourself in danger of falling into mortal sin. It's easy to evangelize the practicing Catholic, but not so easy to evangelize the pagan. But that's what Jesus calls us to do, evangelize even pagans. And help bring them into his one Catholic church that he founded. Baltimore Catechism today takes us to the Eighth Commandment. What is the Eighth Commandment, it asks? Answer, thou shalt not bear false witness against thy neighbor. In other words, don't lie. What are we commanded by the Eighth Commandment? We are commanded by the Eighth Commandment to speak the truth in all things and to be careful of the honor and reputation of everyone. What is forbidden by the Eighth Commandment? The Eighth Commandment forbids all rash judgments, backbiting, slanders, and lies. What must they do who have lied about their neighbor and seriously injured his character? Answer, they who have lied about their neighbor and seriously injured his character must repair the injury as far as they are able. Otherwise, they will not be forgiven.